Hello and welcome to the Exorcist TV show podcast, The Devil's in the Details. I'm Zoe from Let Zoe Spoil You, aka Lizzie, and I am a UK Exorcist fan. Very excited about doing this project. I got into the Exorcist TV show because I love horror films, particularly classic horror films, Asian horror films, anything supernatural, demonic possession, poltergeist, the like. So the Exorcist is a real love for me. I also happen to be a film student and researcher. I've got two masters, one on contemporary film developments and one in Japanese culture. So I'm hoping to bring some of my theoretical knowledge and love of studying horror films into this podcast. If you are interested in anything else that I do, you can find me on social media under the name Let Zoe Spoil You for Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Awesome. And I am Tina. Zoe, you did that a great job of that. I am so nervous right now. <laughs> My name is Tina. I am from Florida. I am a huge Exorcist superfan as well uh, for the reasons of it being a horror genre and just being this fantastic cinematography masterpiece in my mind. Uh, excellent acting. Everything about this TV show is amazing. Um, so as far as my educational background, I do have my master's in ed leadership and my bachelor's in English and Spanish. And I do just really enjoy also tinkering with stage makeup, uh, writing fiction, and uh, also do a little bit of cosplay as well. You can find me online at Pandora the Explorer. Uh, and I'm on Twitter, all the fanfiction.net, everything. Uh, and that's me. So, Gaia. Hello. That's you. Hello, everyone. Okay, you two were great, and now I'm even more nervous than usual. So, I'm an Italian fan for The Exorcist. <laughs> I happen to be a screenwriter, so I hope I can give technical advices about the show too. And I am here to, as a living proof that exorcists do exist. And uh, when I was seven, I was exorcised by a crazy relative because she thought I was possessed. Yeah, that sounds crazy. And that was crazy. Believe me. You right, right. No. It's, it's absolutely. Yeah, please continue to tell your story. That's it. This story, Gaia, is just so like, I think so relevant to what we're talking about as a theme and it and it's such a unique experience so thank you for sharing it please you are welcome um, go on uh, I was uh, uh, um, my family my mom's family is from the southern part of Italy and they are very strict there so when I was a child I was very different because my family's fa uh, my family my father's family is from the northern part of Italy and so I was different from other children and a relative, totally crazy, decided that the reason I was so different was because I was obviously possessed by the demon. And she went to the, the local exorcist who also was the, the one exorcist appointed by the bishop for the whole island and she stole some olive water, she came back home and she threw a bucket of frozen holy water on me. Of course I screamed because I was scared not possessed. Wow. Yeah. 
that's my story. Yeah. And as a Catholic person, I really feel I can throw some light on details of the show that can be a bit obscure for people who are not Catholic. That's me. No, absolutely. No, yeah, no, that that perspective that you provide is going to be amazing because, you know, you have the the Catholic background, I'm Catholic as well. Uh, but I think it's in Italy, it's it's so deep rooted in the in the culture there to the fact that your own aunt is trying to, like, yeah. you know, exercise a demon from you and legitimately thinks and you know, believes um, in her core that this is this is real. This is reality. Yes. Um so the fact that like you've emerged out of this story, I and mean, this isn't the first time I've heard the story. I'm just like I, I'm just so impressed by by what you've gone through, and to still be able to look back on it and talk about it freely is is amazing. But your your perspective there is going to be a, a really good help for us to be able to talk a little bit about this show that's so delves so deeply into you know Catholic spirituality and spirituality yeah. in general. Thank you, Tina. Uh, yes, I think I I think you are very right. Uh, we are Catholic. Uh, you and I, but uh, in Italy, things are so much deeper, probably because we have the Vatican in the middle of our country. So we actually have a foreign country inside our country because the Vatican is a foreign country. It's not part of Italy. Yeah, the Vatican is its own Yes. State, isn't it? Yes, exactly. It's the capital of the Vatican. It's a state. It's formed by uh, the Basilica of San Pietro and two more castles around the Vatican City, but it's uh, a foreign state inside Italy. Yeah, it seems so foreign to me. Most of my knowledge about the Vatican City and priests come from watching anime which is a terrible place to get that kind of knowledge. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I know about the Vatican City. They had that in Trinity Blood about the vampires. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> That's, I, I, feel like, I feel you, though. The majority of my knowledge of, of different cultures also can come from anime as well. I've learned a little bit of Japanese from, from anime. There ain't no shame in it. <laughs> um, well, maybe should we talk a little bit about like what brought us into Exorcist, the TV show, like why why we like it so yeah. much. Too. I mean, I think it's a great show that resonates with so many different people because it is so well made. Like it's it's I mean, it's just brilliantly well made show and it does horror so well. I mean, I'm a fan of the classic horrors and I was in love with so many of the horror films that were created during the seventies, such as the Exorcist movie and Don't Look Now and Amityville and like Damien and stuff. And I found that modern American horror just doesn't bring that sense of foreboding. I mean, and I'm in love with Asian cinema that does. And Asian cinema does this amazing thing with body movements with upside down girls with long hair that creep around the place. And I started watching this show and it was everything I love from those two genres in one beautifully made show and then cast of really hot priests which again, I've, I've become fond <laughs> I of agree. because I watch anime. That's the icing on the cake. Ag- agreed on all fronts. It's, it's it's the writing. You've got you know the 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 heart. I think that's another big part for me is the fact that like everybody, not just the you know the writers, not just you know one or two cast members. I feel like everybody that's involved in this project is so passionate about 
bringing to life um, a high quality horror action and story to to the small screen and it's evident in the interviews it's inter- it's evident and in, in the even the little details and the props that are behind like it's just it's it's a really it's a true gem and i'm just going why aren't more people yeah. watching this I right think now? anyone who's ever watched the original film should watch this because it homages it references it it even has so much taken straight from the movie like i rewatched the movie again in preparation for this and there are such little details that happen in the pilot episode just like background scenes of kids jumping on cars like the fact that the, the yes. trees are all void of leaves and even like the way they film certain things oh, i miss that and it's like actually the people who made this series loved the original work yes absolutely yes. no they're they're like the biggest fans one of the one of the interviews I heard us when Jeremy Slater was talking about the creation of it, he originally, you know, uh, turned it down. It was just like, he didn't want to do it because he's like, how, how dare you like anyone try to remake this classic movie. And cause he was such a lover of it. But he said that what pulled him over the top was saying, you know what? I want to do it because if anyone's going to mess it up, I'm I want to do the best like justice to this. And I'll own that. I'll own the fact, like, if it messes up, I it's on me. But I, I really want to do it justice to, because I'm such a huge fan and he's so passionate about it. So he brought other people into that fold um, yeah. of that same I mean, mindset. It just takes the original and original's mythology and grows on it and just expands that mythos and that world and that characters and does unique and interesting things that never feel out of place for what it's trying to do. Just good television. Just so yeah. good. Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. But I think yeah. everyone and, oh, and I think everyone involved in the original movie, uh, like everyone involved in the show, uh, will be linked deeply to those two products forever. For example, uh, Friedkin, the director of The Exorcist, he made a movie in uh, 2016 about Father Amort. Father Amort is uh, one of the most important exorcists in Italy, and he is the one who reorganized the, the office of the exorcism into an international organization. So uh, everyone will be uh, linked to the supernatural and since forever, I think. Yeah, it, always, the, it always seems strange that not as many people have seen this. That's insane. When they should have. That's, that's it's insane. Got, it's got so many other, like... Right. Yeah, other films and other moments. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. It's just, yeah, why. I find it crazy. Like, in, in yeah. the era of American Horror Story, this should be right up there. Yes, or yeah, or The Walking Dead. Everyone who's watching yeah. The Walking Dead, people who are fans of 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 a good story that that's gonna it has you know these archetypes that cross cultures of you know good versus yes. evil. You know this this innate thing that kind of we all feel inside of us and just struggle against it. You would think it would it, that more people would resonate with, but I think it's not resonating because nobody even knows no, about it. Like people I talk to at work are just like, what show is this? I'm like, it's a remake of the movie. It's like, no, no, it's not that. And it's on Fox and it's on Friday night. It's just like, it's like anyone who's watching, like, I mean, I grew up on the X-Files and I always remember this one amazing episode in series two called the Kalushari, which was about a demonic possessed boy. And Mm -hmm. 
creepy, creepy episode, and nothing's quite captured that. And later on, shows like Supernatural, which is super phenomenon, and Constantine, even though it got cancelled, was super phenomenon. And it's like, and American Horror Story, it's like, why is The Exorcist not equally as loved as these other TV shows? But, well, right. it could be. It could right. be. Just, it's, for whatever reason, it just the, the marketing didn't no. hit. No, I think I think I have an opinion on why it wasn't so well known and loved as it deserved. Uh, it could be because Catholic people are very strange. Uh, I mean, they can watch, we can watch zombies and vampires and everything supernatural and scary and say, oh, it's okay because it's not real. But when you begin to speak about the demonic possession, we are like, oh, wait a moment. What if that could really happen? It could be one reason why not so many watched it. Who knows? I suppose it can verge very much on something a little bit more real. One yeah. of the things I noticed when I rewatched the movie is that she's going through lots of tests and like they say like possession is less occurring now because people know about schizophrenia and stuff. And because like by my day job, I work with special needs children mm-hmm. and some of those kids behave like Reagan does in the movie because of their mental health issues, because of behavioral issues, because of learning difficulties and disabilities. So it's kind of, it's such a hard line to draw between it's real because of actual real world factors or it's actually a demon. And then if you start talking about right. demons, people start going, well, you have to question whether or not God exists. And then people get a little bit funny about how you treat actual, like, God in a respectful way, but also in a way that doesn't offend people who don't believe in him. Yeah, Exactly. Well, um, before we wrap this, you know, this kind of introduction podcast with um, with our listeners, is there anything like any lasting things we want to say about um, The Exorcist or connections to The Exorcist before we sign off? I, I would like to know because I haven't actually asked you guys. Um, sorry, um, that um, what are our lives on? Like, obviously, there's believing in like faith and stuff what's our belief in the supernatural how far are we on the supernatural does exist to supernatural doesn't exist oh Zoe, that's a genius yeah. question um i will be the first to say like i'm i am a wanting to believe uh molder style i want to believe you know type of person but do ghosts exist do demons exist does the supernatural exist i'm i'm open to the idea of it but i kind of want to see you know some hard evidence i've had some personal instances where i think stuff happened but it's still like my logic side my science side is like no 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 that couldn't have happened so it's one of those like i just want i want to believe so. what about you gaia that's where i'm at uh that's a tricky question for me because uh, i like tina wants to believe but uh, I also have this uh, very deeply eradicated idea that if I believe in God, of course, I should believe in his enemies too. So uh, it's, uh, it's a bit complicated. I feel mm, yeah. a lot like Tomas in the first episode when he tries to tell Angela that demons don't exist. 
that they are a way to explain mental illness and other things we couldn't explain before. So I want to believe, but uh, uh, it's hard for me to split the two things. So yeah. I think so. I'm actually generally different from you guys in the fact that I'm a hundred percent firm believer in supernatural things. Um, I've had oh, enough wow. hard like experiences to know it's truly real. And especially like the exorcist has managed to ca capture in the especially when we finally get to the second series There's a thing that happens in the second series that happened to me, but that's for a very later date. What? Yep, what? You're going to have what? to wait for that. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God. I know, but you're going to have to wait. But, um, <laughs> but so I firmly believe whether or not I believe in demons and angels is because I'm non-religious. But what I do subscribe to is the Asian beliefs because I'm mixed race Asian. And in the fact that we share our plane with spirits, and especially in Japan, they believe that they share their plane with various demons, onis and stuff. And doesn't naturally mean that they're evil. They're just other creatures that inhabit the spirit realm as well and sometimes interact with humans positively and non-positively. To the British, it's like sharing Britain with the fey folk. So it, a demon yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it came from hell and is the enemy of God. It just means it's another creature on a spiritual plane that might want to mess with humans. But so. That's so interesting. Yes, yeah. It's a, there has to be something greater than us, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's. So, Otherwise, it'd be a very lonely yeah. existence of just, you know, us, and then we die, and then boom, yeah. it's done. and there's no mm. way morbid. the human body with all the energy inside it, because energy cannot be destroyed. So there's no way all of our energy, it doesn't end. Yeah, Something that's has science. To, it has that to like, happen somehow. Well, I think that's our – I think we did pretty good, guys, on their yeah, first yeah. – uh, recording, so I guess we'll just sign it off here. I, I think I have to push buttons at one point, so hold okay. on. Let me push this button and it'll stop recording. So thanks for listening, oh, everybody. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, let me stop this. <laughs>